0: It's so interesting, too, because like you said, freedom is your core value, the, the, what you value most. And so it's no coincidence that you're experiencing in your body that lack of freedom, because again, our, our lives are essentially a guidebook to what needs to be healed on an ancestral level.
1: Hello and welcome to Nourish, my name is Kasha, and I'm a holistic counselor and first year doctoral student studying acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine. My mission with this podcast is to share the stories of inspiring humans who have discovered that elusive state of balance between the western concept of success with more eastern philosophies of inner knowing and spirituality. Think yin and yang and flow. Now, These two do not need to be separate, but I know firsthand how difficult it can be to reconcile them. As a Silicon Valley burnout SKP myself, teaser, I left the tech world after 10 years of a thriving career in product management. I want to share the stories that I wish I had heard when I was struggling to find that balance and flow myself. On this podcast, we'll cover topics on spirituality, authentic career and relationships, slow living, mindfulness alternative healing concepts from psychology and stories of transformation via traditional chinese medicine and acupuncture we'll also provide you with the tools to truly integrate both sides of your yin and yang my hope is that these interviews can inspire you to rethink your own approach to mental physical and spiritual well-being and if you are struggling find your way back to authentic alignment so, sit back, relax, and ground yourself back home, my love. Now, let's get started. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to this week's episode of Nourish. So, I am on Cloud 9 recording this intro. I am actually recording it from the beautiful St. Moritz in Switzerland where my entire immediate family, including siblings, their partners, and my fiance are spending 10 incredible days skiing and reconnecting. It has been over 2 years since we've been able to be together like this and Honestly, uh, we've actually never all been in the same place, so it's always been a couple people here and there. Um, my brothers are spread out between Puerto Rico, Europe, and Zach, my fiance, and I. We live in San Francisco, so this opportunity is so beautiful and so unique, and I am so grateful. So interestingly enough, actually, we are spending uh, you know a lot of time in nature, a lot of time skiing, having a lot of fun. But we are also spending so much time really reliving and reminiscing and learning about my parents' history and their young adult experiences. My parents are both first-generation Polish-Americans, and my dad was brought to St. Moritz 47 years ago by a uh, distant uncle. So as a child of communist Poland, experiencing the very free Switzerland and the potential that was available to him, especially as someone who grew up in poverty was truly mind blowing. And as he reflects on it, it just, you know, it just really, A, breaks my heart open for the younger version of him. And B makes me just so proud of how far he has come. It is also such an incredible reminder for me as a second generation child that was born in the free United States to recognize how privileged I am to have grown up here with my ancestry, both racial and the fact that my parents were able to immigrate to the United States, but also it just really makes me recognize how much of an influence our past really has on our presence. So being here, being able to treat his family like this has been such a big dream of for my father. And that was a dream that he had when it was really impossible to dream like that when he was 19, given the country of his descent. And so for someone who grew up in really generations of restriction, I feel like I am witnessing him firsthand reprogramming his own ancestral wounds and really those of future generations, including my own. And that is what brings me to today's incredible guest, Genevieve of Folklore Energy. Genevieve is a healer. She's a reflector in human design, if you're familiar with that, and a metaphorical breaker of chains. She's an ancestral healer and a psychic medium on a mission to give the voiceless a voice, helping others find their suppressed inner truth and heal their lineage and really get in touch with their innate history. So today's episode dives in deep about how perhaps some of the triggers and traumas that we experience in our lives, perhaps they aren't our own we go into what is ancestral trauma what is ancestral healing and how to start to decipher between our own traumas versus those of our ancestors and of course since i do love to leave us with some tangible information what to do that what to do about it so for anyone out there who's been curious about ancestral healing or perhaps is experiencing a cycling loop of triggering emotions with no reprieve questioning where is this coming from this reaction, this experience, perhaps you might find an answer or, you know, just a little bit of a spark in this healing system while listening to today's episode. Now, before we dive in, a few call outs. So, Genevieve is raw, real, and beautiful, but I do want to make sure that I honor the different listeners and their preferences. So, I want to let you know that there is profanity in this episode. It's light, but it's there. And I also want to offer a trigger warning as we do discuss ancestral trauma as it relates to the topic of suicide. <sighs> All right, so now let's dive in, my loves. We have a lot to cover, and let's get started with this episode of Nourish. This topic has been asked for several times from several people, like all about ancestral healing. And as if that couldn't have been any better, literally 15 minutes before I jumped on this call, I ended a therapy session with my therapist. Shout out to Lori, if you're out there listening to this, where we literally went deep on some stuff where she called out explicitly, I feel like this could be ancestral. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs)
0: I can understand that. Well, your ancestors are here and very present. Um, that is something when I'm working with clients, it's funny because I always set the, um, set the circle, set the container. Anytime I'm channeling, um, I call in my ancestors. I call in the ancestors that are like ready and willing and present with like, of course the, um, permission is the best word to say it, um, you know, of your higher self. So I called them in and they were like, so excited to be here. So I'm just really excited for that as well, because, you know, it's always it's always interesting to see how um, how these conversations go when we're talking uh, in this world, but of other world, which is actually this world. But we like to separate them, you know, because our conscious minds don't really <laughs> know how to like interpret it. So
1: (laughs) I love that. And it sounds like my ancestors are visiting today too. Like they just came full force. All right. So obviously we are going to be talking about ancestral healing today, like teaser in case anybody didn't know. There you go. But Before we dive into that, I do want to kick it off with a question that I ask everybody. Um, This might sound familiar to you, Genevieve, but could you share with me three questions that you would use to describe yourself and try not to make them work related? So saying like ancestral healer, don't do, you know, if you can omit that, unless that's like what's calling to you. But I just want to give the audience a feel for you as the beautiful soul that you are.
0: I'm obsessed with the sun. So, sun lover, I guess. Like, I am literally, it just makes every single thing in my life so much better. I thrive off of that. Um, I am very outdoorsy. I love being outside all the time. Like that is where that is where I am my fullest self. That is where I heal. You know my own shit. <laughs> and yes, it's not work related, but at the same time, kind of like what I said before. In our conscious mind, we like to um, separate. You know the the Western world especially likes to. Um, put everything in boxes and I can genuinely say that the more that I've integrated just who I am regardless of the scenario um, the more true I am to myself also I'm a reflector so like if anyone knows human design that also means that I am a different person and like Th- every every single scenario I'm a different version of myself which is actually like really fun once I learned how to like embrace that versus think judging myself for it I'm like oh I can literally be like an entirely different person so that's really fun and I'm really sarcastic so, I actually love that quality about myself. Um, I, I didn't for a long time because, you know, I was always afraid of like hurting people's feelings. And now I'm just like, fuck it, my medicine's here to like ruffle shit up. And, you know, sarcasm's just part of my medicines.
1: I love that you called out, you know, how difficult it was for you to separate out your work self from your personal self because. Ironically, that's actually the whole theme of this podcast like how to kind of bring balance to all aspects of yourself, like your yin and your yang. Um, And I just, I actually love that. I think in the future, I'm not going to limit that because I I feel like that's such a valuable insight. So, speaking of insights, I want to jump right into it. I have so many questions for you about ancestral healing, but. I also acknowledge that not everybody knows what the F I am talking about when I talk about ancestral healing. So before we dive into your path, the work that you do, I do want to start with hearing from you. What is an ancestral healer? Like what is ancestral healing?
0: So ancestral healing is really... The most incredible thing that I've ever discovered in my life, which like feels really good because it's also the path that I'm on. Um, but what we do with ancestral healing. So if anyone's heard of epigenetics before, um, that is a really good scientific way to show or to like give an example of how things that have happened to our ancestors, things that have happened to people in our lineage are passed down. Like that's scientifically proven epigenetics, right? So the ancestral healing piece of it is the energetics that are passed down and healing the energetics that are passed down. And again, I feel like this is the theme that so often we try to compartmentalize the reality of things. And I would be lying if I could even put into words what ancestral healing all does. But just to give examples, so I started, I I am just going to kind of dive into my path a little bit because that's how I understood what ancestral healing was. So I started with just seeing clients doing energy work. And what kept coming through was this didn't start with you. This, this started, which I guess shout out to Mark Wallen while I'm on that. It didn't start with you as a great book to understand ancestral healing. Um, but it kept coming back to like, this isn't yours. This didn't start with you. This is way, 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 way far back through our present day lives, we're essentially a guidebook to all the shit that went wrong in our ancestors, in the lineages that we came from, right? So if we, if we literally took out a pen and paper, and we wrote down our like six biggest problems, those are all, I would say, 99 times out of 100, 9.9 times out of 10 are going to be they didn't start with you. This is something that, like, you were given, um, that you inherited, that you, even if it's not the exact same scenario, it's like the energy of something that needs to be healed in the lineage. So, what we do in an in ancestral healing is we connect back with like the ancient, ancient, ancient ancestors, the ones that are like that are not fragmented, that are living their truth. So sometimes we're literally. Um, I mean, we're essentially, everyone has ancestors, obviously, and everyone has healed ancestors. It's just some of us have to go way, way, way further back. And so what we do, that's, I guess, where it comes so naturally to me is I assist um, in meeting those ancestors. I, I assist my clients and their meeting of their ancestors. And then what we do is take the issues that are happening in our present day life, and we work with our ancestors to be like okay th- somewhere along the lineage this got fragmented whether it's you know a, a curse around money or um or you know issues with money um relationships self-worth you know traumas you know it's so wild even like and I don't I don't say this to freak people out because I think sometimes it it can kind of be jarring but even like the similar ways that people have have died right so like suicide if that's something that has like kind of been sprinkled throughout the lineage if if it's not healed or like the energy around what's causing this person to fragment from themselves if that's not healed they're going down in the lineage um like people that are yet to be born or children or whatever even if it's not suicide, they'll have thoughts or like they'll have similar because it's these, these people that have died, but haven't crossed. So, I I mean, that's a really extreme one. So maybe put a trigger warning in this, but also like, Just, it can literally be for anything. Let's say like you lost all of your money, right? And and you're like, you're successful, successful, successful. And then all of a sudden, all of your money is lost. And if you go back in the lineage, it'll so often than not be something that actually happened. It could be like two generations back or it could be 10 generations back. And that theme, that energy just keeps repeating itself because those people that experience that, if they didn't have assistance in like healing the wounds that were created from that, that keeps perpetuating down the lineage. Just, it can literally be for anything. Let's say like you lost all of your money, right? And, and you're like, you're successful, successful, successful. And then all of a sudden all of your money is lost. And if you go back in the lineage, it'll so often than not be something that actually happened it could be like two generations back or it could be 10 generations back and that theme, that energy just keeps repeating itself because those people that experience that, if they didn't have assistance in like healing the wounds that were created from that, that keeps perpetuating down the lineage. That soul is not still circling here on this earth plane in the trauma that they st- that they felt in their lifetime and so when with the ancestral healing again we work with the healed ancestors which all of us have we might have to go way 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 far back but all of us have them and then we um basically create we heal the thread so if you think of a thread and see it like super frayed um what we do is we heal that thread all the way back to the ancient ones. And then that causes us to be able to live in a less fragmented way and more in our body and more in our experience and less that of like trauma from those that came before us.
1: Thank you for really breaking down. I I love the analogy of the thread because I can like visually see that um, kind of like You can imagine like this is us in present day and the visual of just understanding that you are still connected to the people that came before you and how their traumas, if unhealed, affect you in your day-to-day life. And I was so excited to come on to speak with you today. In particular, I was already excited, but it was just so timely to have the experience that I had right beforehand because I feel like it's such a tangible example of exactly what you're explaining. So just for context, um, I had met with my therapist and we were talking a lot about a recent trigger that has been coming up for me and it's around uh, the notion of freedom and like feeling a lack of freedom Um, and it's so – it's like very random to be feeling this. Like I, I mean there are certain triggers like happening in my life that are bringing this up but as we kind of dove into it and like reflected on some of the root causes of it, We just kind of started to expand on how much of it could have come before me, meaning that I am the daughter of immigrant parents, of parents whose parents came from a society that was significantly less free, whose parents, you know, kind of perished in circumstances that were the result of a lack of freedom in Eastern Europe, like without getting into too much detail there. And it's just incredible how that translates down to me, like freedom is my core value. And it's also my core trigger and like my core wound. And It was just incredible kind of realizing and also experiencing in my body how deeply this came up for me, despite the fact that for all intensive purposes, I have grown up in this country, you know, I am a white woman who has experienced freedom in her life. And it's just still so incredible, like how visceral the reaction is to experiencing, you know, triggers that bring up the feeling of a lack of freedom.
0: A hundred percent, and it's so interesting too because, like you said, freedom is your core value—the the, what you value most—and so it's no coincidence that you're experiencing in your body that lack of freedom. Because again, our our lives are essentially a guidebook to what needs to be healed on an ancestral level. And so it's like, you know, a lot of times people are like, I don't know where to start. Like, cool, this sounds like a great, you know, great in theory, but like, I wouldn't know where to start. You literally look at your your day-to-day life, the shit that is tangibly in front of you. That's like that you don't know like where it originated from or don't know how to put your finger on it. And then you start there. And again, with working with the ancestors, it unravels, right? So if you think of, I I also like, when you said the thread analogy back, I, you know, I was like, yeah, that is a really good analogy. I, you know, like it it just channeled through. I'm like, great. Thanks. Again, thanks ancestors. But um, if you think of a long, 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 long thread, if you if there's pieces of it that are fragmented even though your life your lifetime looks like very strong and solid your piece of thread is solid the integrity of the thread the strength of the thread is only as strong as its weakest link, right? Or is like the weakest piece of it. And so that's where you do that through line of healing. And yeah, for you, you have people in your lineage, not even that far back that experienced it. And that might not even be the origin, right? That might've been their lifetime for them to experience and see what they need to heal on an ancestral level. But it's not like in the Western world, it's common knowledge to do ancestral healing, right? So much gratitude to the indigenous cultures. Like I um, worked with Elder Maladoma Somay, and he actually just uh, crossed last month. Um, and he he brought his indigenous practices to the Western world because they work. They're, they're technologies that like work, and and so it's so profound and our lifetime and our lineage is all examples of what we get to work on in order to not only find peace in our own life but assist in elevating the collective consciousness if everyone like if everyone did ancestral healing we wouldn't have any of the issues we have today
1: <laughs> i love how impassioned and like empowered you are now obviously Everybody listening to this doesn't have the good fortune of seeing you on video, but you are just like literally a firecracker as you describe this. So I just want to kind of verbally reflect that back to you because I would love for everyone to like feel that. I think that they can feel it from your words. Um, And just like the place from which you are communicating this is just obviously one that it has this deep rooted kind of heartfelt connection and also just like understanding. And so I'm curious if you could share your story of discovering like the power of your ancestors, I I would love to hear that context. Okay.
0: So I, was I born this way? Um, Well, as funny as that question is, like we are all born with our gifts, right? We are all born with the gifts that we come to use in this lifetime. And it's through the conditioning that our society puts on us that we end up losing sight of that. So, uh, yes, I was born this way, but with less conditioning. (laughs) So, um, I've had the whole journey of the deconditioning. So how I came to find this, I went to college, got a degree, um, in agriculture because I grew up on a farm, didn't know what else I was supposed to do at that point. Um, And then I moved to Alaska, moved to Ireland, moved to Vegas, like all these different places had all these random jobs and, but they were all in the corporate world. Um, and I was actually working, um, in the biotech and pharma industry, had an amazing boss, was making great money. And I just knew I came here for so much more. But I didn't know what that meant. And so I, through having so much anxiety every single day, um, I had been recommended to see this person for Reiki. Um, and at first I was like, yeah, okay, that's definitely fake. Like energy, I'm I'm good. Like you guys can keep that. Um, and But I was recommended like four different times within the same week by different people to the same person. And I was like, okay, you know, It's repeated enough. Let's go check it out. So it was mind blowing. It was profound. It was like one of the most holy fuck experiences of my life in terms of what this person knew about me and like she didn't know me at all. And so ended up getting reiki certified and through that i didn't do it to ever work on people i did it because i wanted to understand more about myself and i i could feel energy at that point um but i didn't really know what that meant i couldn't like call on it you know I, it was more i understand the energy's a thing yeah when i walk into some rooms it feels great and some rooms it doesn't and so day one of Reiki training, someone goes, you're a psychic medium. And I said, I don't know what a medium is. I'm definitely not psychic. And through that journey, I ended up manifesting my boss, uh, letting me go, but on my terms. And she gave me like four months of pay and I end up, um, starting my own business. And I started seeing people for Reiki. And I very quickly learned through people saying, you know, I've, I've spent years of going to therapy, I've spent years of going to Reiki. And like, this is the most profound thing that's ever happened. And this is not therapy. And this is not Reiki. It's like something on another level. And so through the through seeing clients through my own evolution, through my own growth, through trusting what's coming through, which I'm also someone that really likes to be prepared for things. And when you go into a session and you're channeling with ancestors, you don't know what's going to come through until it's coming out of your mouth. Um, and so that's also a little bit terrifying and and had to work on <laughs> trusting that process. So I mean, that's like the really, really condensed version. And I know that was still like very long. Um, but that is essentially how I. I really just started, tr- kept trusting um, what was coming through in sessions, and then my therapist actually, um, she shout out to Erica, who I actually co-host a podcast with now. For anyone interested, but she was basically she helped me discover that so much of my own wounding was ancestral, and she actually is the one that who introduced me to Elder Maladoma Somme. and in that i just kept following with what i felt in my body and throughout that that is essentially how i came to doing what i'm doing today and when i had a divination with elder maladoma i he said basically i am doing exactly what i came here to do which felt i mean uh, not that I need external validation, but everyone likes a little bit of that. And I definitely sought it for most of my life. So I was like, well, that's about the best external validation I could ever get. Um, And yeah, so I'm just, I'm just heel toeing, figuring it out as I go.
1: (laughs) Wow. And just to share some context for folks in the audience, um, Genevieve and I met through a like business group call um, for a program that we both follow. Uh, And I remember when you were speaking, Genevieve, you were talking about essentially building up your business. And I just remember, I will never forget this because it it just like radiated out of you. You were describing how when you work with clients and obviously they're like flowing (laughs) to you, but when you do work with them, you get personally surprised by the effects of the work that you do and what's channeling through you. And I just remember, feel like the the genuine surprise in your voice when you described just being like, oh crap, what is this that's coming up? I just remember finding that so authentic, raw, real. And also it just felt like deeper in this way I couldn't describe. And, you know, I just I want to reflect that back to you because I don't know if you even remember saying it, but that's actually what sparked within me the desire to be like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this girl because it was just it was really something else. So I'm curious, like to get a little bit more tangible with this. You talked about um, being a skeptical person, and that's great. That I'm so glad that you are because. I most definitely am. And you talked about trusting like what was coming through you. And I think for a lot of people who are listening to this, I think that that might be a visceral reaction to what it is that we are talking about. Let's just be honest. Let's be real. Um, and so I want to know like when you hear that, right? Or Perhaps when you speak to somebody who is like ancestral healing, what, you know, what is something that you would probably, that you would share with them or that you would want to share with them now in terms of like either how to recognize how that lives within them or something that helped you really build the trust to recognize that your own lineage is playing a role in the traumas the experiences that you're having
0: today? It's really interesting that you asked that question because to me, I don't take other people's word for it. (laughs) Like when someone would tell me, um, you know, like this happened to me, I'm just like, yeah, cool. Like, I bet, you know, again, because I'm so skeptical. And so it's just really interesting. And I, I understand the skepticism. I understand almost that visceral, visceral reaction, because I definitely had it the first time that Erica said something about my ancestors or making offerings to my ancestors. I was just like, I'm all set. Like, let's work on this lifetime of stuff. And I literally like felt almost like that rejection in my body. And I would be um, lying if I didn't say that when you have such a visceral reaction to something, that is also a key to, like, where you need to dive deeper. I mean, if you hear this and you're, like, neutral and you're like, yeah, cool, I'm sure, whatever, or but, like, don't care about it or don't think about it again, cool, that's probably not your next step. But if you have this vis- visceral reaction, I mean, if you think about it in like in terms of energy for anything or if you're like if you say like I hate this or I you know have such a strong reaction it's always a pointer to like the next step of what needs to be taken and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the like that okay you're going to go down a whole ancestral journey but like what is it that has you so against it right like so I guess I just want to offer that that if you do have that reaction first of all I fucking understand it. I validate that. I have been there. And also explore why it makes you so upset or uh, have such a strong resistance to it because there's healing that can happen in there, again, regardless if you do ancestral healing or not. But um, I guess like it was really profound to me, but because so many of my clients, you know, we would go through this session and like you said, um, I actually do not remember sharing that at all, that I was like surprised by my clients, but it's so true. Like it is so true. Every single time I'm in a session and my clients, you know, where I'm guiding them through something, um, again, it's channeled. So I never know what I'm saying until I'm actually saying it. But when I'm doing that, it's always like mind blowing to me, even though it's so common, like, and it happens regularly, like it's so mind blowing to me because I'm like, this is just so freaking cool. Like, how do you, you can't make this up. Like it is so tangible. Like when you're actually living it out and then seeing how things change in your life moving forward. Um, so I would say number one, what convinced me about it was the results that my clients got. That is number one, what, convinced me of it but then as I started diving way deeper into it myself because again I was channeling it before I was actually doing it for myself because it's just what was coming through and then I was like oh shit I really got to be doing this for myself I see how profound it is but I needed to find someone that could really hold that space and um uh, with how skeptical I am I'm also really good um at convincing everyone i'm okay so i needed someone that could see through my bullshit <laughs> I ended up finding that it was great i have gone on my whole journey of ancestral healing myself and it is i mean it's it's a never-ending journey but it has so like i am an entirely different person than when i started my journey of ancestral healing but i'll just give you one like example that is that popped into my head when you asked that. So I feel like that's the one I should share. Um, My mom called me up. um, This is a couple years ago now, but my mom called me up and and she asked me if her grandma um, was crossed over. Like if, you know, she's dead, has she crossed over? And immediately the answer I got was no, but you need to be the one to do that. And Literally, so this was on a Sunday, literally the day before I had seen um, someone who did energy work with me on me. And the two th- two things came up really strongly. And in that, I knew I'm like, you. this person can't really help me with any either of these, but I just want to say them out loud because they were so strongly, like they were so big, such big fears in my body. So number one was I was terrified to have kids because, which I don't want kids right now. Like, so just like side note, this is just something. That's why it was also like I don't understand why I'm obsessing about this because like kids are not even on my radar. I have so much shit I gotta do first if that ever happens. (laughs) Um, So it was weird that it was like, why am I, why am I obsessing about this? So number one was I was terrified to have kids because if someone, if one of them had like a mental disability or was mentally handicapped, I was afraid that I would never have my freedom, that I would have to like take care of them for the rest of my life. And that terrified me because I don't like anyone being dependent on me. Um, That's literally also one of my goals working with clients is I help people connect back with themselves enough that I become obsolete. I do not want clients forever. I want them to work through what they need to work through. And then, you know, maybe they circle back around at some point, but I help people like connect with themselves and understand that the medicine is within them and that they have the ability to access the ancestral knowledge. So I feel like I keep skipping back and forth, but, um, So number one with the healer that I was working with is I was uh, terrified to have kids. Number two, I was so afraid that my husband was going to die young, that he was going to die in some tragic accident and I was going to be widowed at a very young age. And again, there was nothing externally that was pointing to this. It was just like these fears that I had in my body. Okay, so that happened on a Saturday. My mom calls me Sunday morning and she goes, is my grandma crossed over? I said, no, but you got to be the one to do it. And she's like, okay, well, I don't know how. And I said, that's fine. I can assist you as I would any other client, but I'm just holding that space. You're going to be the one actually like talking and communicating. I am not going to do this for you. She's like, okay. So we get in there. She's connected with her grandma. And I said, okay, what is it that is like, why why is she, first of all, is she okay? No, she's not okay. Why is she not okay? She's extremely sad and frightened. Okay, why is she sad and frightened? So the first thing that came through, and my mom is speaking these words. I am simply holding space and listening. Number one, she was very sad that she had a child who was mentally handicapped and she was never able to experience freedom in her life because her whole life was spent taking care of that child. And I was like, okay, you know, c- keeping my composure as I would with any client, I was like, okay, I want you to like hold space for that for a second. And then I want you to ask her if there's anything else that she is sad about or anything else that's wrong. And she said, she is so sad because she lost her husband in a car accident when he was in his late 20s and I was like again literally the freaking two things that had come through the day before I was so floored I didn't I I asked okay anything else I think a couple I know a couple more things came through and then I was just like okay let's like Cross her over and then we'll just sit with this. I didn't even tell her that that wasn't the experience that I had until like a month later because I was just trying to process it on my own and like, holy fuck, how, like, again, those are very specific examples. So that was like, I mean, since then, there's been, I mean, that's not uncommon anymore. That's like actually very common. But I guess that was the first thing that was like, oh, okay there's something to this beyond just my intuition telling me there's something to this um so I guess that's an example again take it or leave it but that was pretty pretty mind-blowing for me
1: Ugh <laughs> uh, oh my gosh that just really hits home um it, like, makes me think about all the random emotional responses that I have to things that have nothing to do with anything I've ever experienced in my life, so I'm definitely going down that rabbit hole. But without taking you down that rabbit hole with me, um, I'm curious, like, let's say I'm somebody who's listening to this, and I'm just like, all right, like, maybe that resonates. Um What are some of the things, is there anything that you tangibly recommend for people to do to start to connect to their lineage?
0: Yeah, totally. So I'm going to answer this in a twofold. Um, Number one, I would say to start recognizing what the things are in your life that aren't yours. Um, And you can literally do that by noticing in your body any discomforts any areas like of tension, maybe even, you know, there's a lot of times pointers are end up manifesting in physical pain or physical ailments or physical sicknesses. And that is actually pointing back to, a lot of times that ends up repeating itself as well, because any physical ailment you have has an energetic correlation to it. And so many times you see that, you know, in the Western world, you know, we say, Oh, this is hereditary. And maybe it is. But is it hereditary because of like the genetics you have or because of the energy that keeps perpetuating itself throughout? And that is literally just a comment. I mean, take it or leave it. I don't really care. Um, But just like a really good example is to start noticing what you are feeling in your body and then just asking your body literally asking your body is this mine is this ancestral did it start with me how many generations back and just like listening for those responses and trusting that very first immediate response and and not going down the rabbit hole of questioning maybe I made that up whatever like really just like start offering like I guess, a space for your body to be like, yeah, I'm holding this and it's not mine and it's really uncomfortable. So number one, to start recognizing what it is that you're holding that's not yours. Secondly, um, you can start like literally just calling on your ancestors, like saying ancestors, 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 like I need some proof that you're here. Can you please like, you know, asking for signs from them, asking for some tangible signs from them asking, okay, if I'm supposed to work with an ancestral healer, I'm supposed to work on healing the lineage. What's my next step? And just allowing that to be presented to you.
1: Uh, I really appreciate your honesty with this. And so much of what you said deeply resonates. And just to reflect back to you and perhaps anybody out there who may not have had physical reactions to emotional states. Um I have eczema and my eczema is triggered by a very similar situation. It's a situation that takes like a very specific um, um like very specific emotional repressions need to happen where I'm like really lying to myself, repressing a lot of like my voice, what it is I want to say is true and feeling like when I feel helpless and powerless in situations over a period of time, I end up getting really horrible eczema. Um, I actually just posted about it. Um, And so that used to happen to me. So I just want to reflect back to you and, you know, just... Kind of speaking on theme here, Chinese medicine recognizes emotions as the cause of disease. And so, you know, I am seeing some early research, like Western research, come out that really starts to talk about that. I don't think it's there yet, but the story might be very different to anybody that is listening to this in a couple of years. So, you know, I just want to validate that. I mean, obviously, you know, but for anybody else who's listening, um, this was such an incredible conversation. I could keep going forever, but uh, unfortunately, we can't do that. So, you know, just to kind of wrap for anybody out there who wants to connect with you, wants to learn more about what you're doing, and obviously, I'll link this in the show notes. But where can they find you?
0: Yeah, I also just really want to thank you so much. I am so humbled and honored to be connected with you and. I'm really grateful that our lives, you know, crossed because what you're doing is also so validating for people to it gives people permission really to start living in a more authentic way and especially with like, you know, your career success and everything that brought you to this point and also knowing that you can't lie to yourself anymore and you have to take this leap and this leap of faith and, hey, we're still free falling. I mean, I think that's the whole point of life, right? So um, just thank you so much. And if anyone wants to find me or connect with me on Instagram, um at folklore underscore energy and um, my website is folkloreenergy.com. Um, And I would be so grateful if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to me, send me a DM, um, and I would be excited to talk with you.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Nourish. If you heard anything on today's episode that really resonated with you, feel free to share it with your friends, your family members, or anyone who you think might be able to benefit from the conversation. Second, I am so eager to hear from all of you. If you have a moment and you'd like to, I'd so appreciate an honest review of Nourish. Of course, I love the five-star reviews and it helps this podcast grow, but above anything else, I appreciate honesty. I promise I read each and every review myself and I work to integrate your feedback into future episodes. Finally, If you want to connect with any of the speakers, please check out the show notes for direct links to websites plus social media. And if you want to learn more about holistic counseling or traditional Chinese medicine and the work that I do, please head over to my website at www.mirawellness.co or my Instagram at at Mira underscore wellness underscore co to connect. Thanks again for being a listener.